You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Inside Purple and Gold. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani, alongside Tom Schreier, recording Tuesday morning, two days after the Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Um, 38-35, final score. Harrison Butker nails a 27-yard field goal. Yes, sometimes kickers make 27-yard field goals. Yeah. Line, um, the punchline wrote itself. But makes a 27-yard field goal with eight seconds left. Jalen Hurts, Hail Mary, he steps on Jason Kelsey's foot and it doesn't even get to the 10-yard line. So kind of an anticlimactic ending to what yeah. up until the end of until you know the defensive holding call which we'll get into mm-hmm. one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen uh, just kind yeah. of didn't have that that ending that you know that we think of when we think of you know the Malcolm Butler interception at the one yard line or Tom Brady coming back from 28-3 you know like it didn't have that storybook ending but the game as a whole was really freaking good yeah, I was watching it up at my friend's place, and it was all Vikings fans cheering against Philadelphia, supposedly for Kansas City. Um, and I think, you know, we, my friend lives in Forest Lake, for people who are not from Minnesota, that is very far away from the Twin Cities. And uh, a couple of us were like, you know, at halftime, we're like, if Philly scores again and looks in control of the game, we might go home so that we're not home at like midnight on, on what is a, a weekday or whatever, you know, leading into the week at least. And you know, I think if you look at the momentum shifts and, you know, in the back of my mind, I was kind of like, man, if Philly wins this, maybe this is like sort of a good sign for the Vikings. Just like the quarterback doesn't exclusively, you know, drive winning for that team. That's just an incredible roster, right? Mm-hmm. Created by the guy who chose Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Um, but, you know, Roseman's done a really good job with that roster where if it's Kansas City, you go, dude, they're never going to get Mahomes. Like, I mean, I, I guess there's a chance Mahomes was taken 10th or something like that, but you know, he's a once in a generation player who, who again, like you can dedicate all that cap space to because he's put himself in the position to be kind of launch himself in the goat conversation, right. With this win. So I, I had a, I love Mahomes, and I, I just, the Kansas city fan base is fun in 19. I was at the game just as a fan sitting like in the third deck had a good view of Kirk cousins, not throwing to Stefan Diggs and Stefan Diggs mean like, get me out of here. But, uh, <laughs> but their fans are, are really fun. And, um, uh, you know, you compare that to, I do have some friends who are Eagles fans who compare that to the, the Eagle fan rep. And I, I had a clear opinion on this one, but yeah, it was just, it was incredible. And it's a bummer. It kind of ended the way it did. Another big bummer that missed kick in the first quarter cost me 30 bucks. I should not care about 30 bucks by the end. Everyone there was about to beat me up because I just continued to complain <laughs> about <laughs> the 42 yard field goal that hit the upright, uh, that cost me some money, but I mean, ultimately a fun one to watch. And if you think about it, I think the last time there was scoring like that in the Super Bowl, and I'd have to look up the exact score, but it was like the Niners blowing out the Chargers or something like that. You know, it was something like 49, 26 or something like that. So Super Bowls just in general have gotten better in this game. I mean, like isolate it and just how was it as a football game, let alone on the biggest stage? I mean, it was one of the best ones I've seen in a while. Yeah. Going back to kind of halftime and maybe we'll get into a little bit of Rihanna talk too, but yeah, you're, your friend lives in Forest Lake, which, like you said, for people who are listening outside of Twin Cities, like 45 minutes away from, from yes. 
civilization. So <laughs> it, I understand what you're, you're what you're thinking when when because at the point of halftime, Chiefs are down ten. The Eagles are dominating the game at that point. The only reason the Chiefs are even remotely in the game is because Jalen Hurts tried to switch hands on a, on a on a carry, drop yeah. the ball, and Nick Bolton returned to thirty six yards for a touchdown. That tied a game, which at 14-14, and then the Eagles <clears throat> scored on the next possession, you know, marched right down the field, and then kicked a field goal, at, you know, as time expired in the first half. They're up 24-13 at the break. So I hear you, Tom, when you say, like, there, this game was teetering on the edge of, you know, getting away from the Chiefs. But for them to get the ball back, march right down the field, kind of methodically, you know, and, and cut the deficit to 24-21, you know, with nine minutes left in the third quarter, then it was like game on. So it, from, from there on out, it, you know, it, it turned into just kind of a, a slugfest and as, as poorest as the Kansas city defense was in, in, in the first half, they really stepped up in, in the second half. And besides the, the late touchdown run to Jalen, Jalen hurts in a, in a blown coverage to Devonta Smith over the top, um, almost pitched a shutout, you know, like, and that was, that's an impressive thing that I think might get overlooked. Um, Patrick Mahomes deserves his flowers. He was, he was great again on one leg. Um, I think, I think I saw 14 of 15 in, in the second half, or maybe it was 13 of 14 in the second half, one incompletion, um, scored every time he touched the ball. But the, the defense stepped up when it had to, and, and it couldn't stop Jalen Hurts for the life of them in the first half, you know, aside from Jalen Hurts giving Nick Bolton the football in space. But it really stepped up in the second half, and and, and there's a large reason that, that Kansas City was able to mount the comeback. Yeah, no, I, I, here's the thing, like, there's always something unexpected in a football game. Jalen Hurts switching hands, and it looked like he almost, like, threw the ball out, right, was, like, was the most absurd thing ever. The other thing is, like, when I was kind of storyboarding, this, I can't think of a better word, like, for the second half, I was like, well, how, if you have the lead, are you going to come back as Kansas city? You're, you're counting on a Mahomes miracle, but you think they have enough of a um, Philadelphia has enough of a lead and that there's just no, like there's no way Kansas city's defense can stop them. This is kind of, I think what Hertz has done is impressive. I remember in Philadelphia taking an Uber down from kind of the core of the city into where the football stadium is and asking the drivers, like a diehard Eagles fan. He's like, what are you concerned most about the Eagles? And he goes, it's hurts. And it's not under normal circumstances. You'd be pretty pumped about the progression of a second round quarterback who people weren't thrilled. It's funny to think of like, they thought they had once. Right. And you think of how much football changes in like in a moment or whatever. Um, But like, you'd be like, yeah, I'd be pumped about his progression. Um, but it's just like, you have such a different standard because of how good the team is and what he has to do. Um, so this goes back to like, I actually think it's a really impressive season for him, but this is just what he's missing, right? With Mahomes, it's, I'm going to create something with my feet, even though the, the ankle is all messed up or whatever. Um, he always seemed to find Kelsey, like we're watching the game and obviously it's not an all 22, but we're like, how, in, how, like, I know they have Kadarius Towney and stuff, but I was like, how is it that Kelsey's always open like this? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, um, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's Kelsey running routes and it's Andy Reed scheming, but it's also Mahomes kind of throwing him open and like magic. And that's, I mean, I think that's the thing that hurts is missing is like, and that's just like an impossible standard of there is a certain level of quarterback. Most of them reside in the AFC that just put you away if, if you have that lead. And I think that's, you know, it's hard to say hurts held them back. I know that last throw looked bad. I know he had the fumble. 
but he's an automatic third and one. I don't know if that's that rule change that looks like rugby. And I feel like the NFL may, may change that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is a willing risk taker. The AJ Brown touchdown did not look open. It looked like triple coverage. And it just, I don't know what happened in that corner, to be honest, but Brown just made a great play on that ball. Um, and it's not really to take away from Hertz in general. He did a good job this season, but it's just, that is the the missing level. And I think Philadelphia, even though they have a lot of free agents will benefit just from being the NFC team next year. Um, but you know, it, there's just, it's crazy to me that there's like all these guys who either are currently kind of closers in my mind, or like on the cusp of being, I'm thinking Trevor Lawrence and maybe Herbert under a different coaching situation or whatever. Um, in the NFC, like Hertz is probably the best quarterback and you just see like the, he's just not quite in that tier that like the Mahomes and the Burroughs and the Allens are.